God bless you all. Let me start off by saying this. To God be the glory. Wait, let me, let me say that again. To God be the glory. Come on, if you really mean that, put your hands together in this house for the Lord. Come on, if you really mean that, put your hands together in this house for the Lord. Come on, if you really mean that, put your hands together in this house for the Lord. If God has been good to you, you ought to let somebody know it. To our Heavenly Father, His Son Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. To my brother, we don't have the same mother, but we have the same father. Y'all will catch that when y'all get home. Let me say this to you. Pastor Durham has really been a friend, a brother to me. In times of need, he's always there. We have a friendship that is unbreakable. I don't care what happens. It's a friendship that no one can separate us from. And I thank him for that. To his beautiful wife, thank you so much. We used to work together at one point in time. <laughs> and to my beautiful family that's back there, y'all raise your hands so everybody can see y'all. That, that's the daughter that Pastor Durham was talking about. But it's one thing about it and two things for sure. I don't care what he says, she know who her daddy is. <laughs> Let us get into the word of God. I won't be before you long. If you throw an amen there once in a while, that'll help me speed up. But if you don't, I'm still going to speed up. <laughs> Matthew chapter 6, beginning at verse 31. Matthew chapter 6, beginning at verse 31, reads with these words, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or whether all shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. I want you to write the word seek down. Seek. For your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things. Did you hear what I said? God know what you need. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you I want to talk for a few minutes with this thought in mind living in a material world what are material things in life they are things from houses to cars from jewelry to books, to clothes, to anything you purchase other than the things for the kingdom of God are material things. 
We all get caught up in this worldly system because the world has dictated to us that there are certain things we must have. We, 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 we take the money, for instance, and we use that money not for the glory of God. Boy, it got quiet right there. But we use that money for the glory of ourselves. We, we, we use that money to buy things that we see other folk with. Oh, my God. It's quiet in here, Pastor. Listen. The Bible says, seek ye first. Seek means to orientate yourself to God and to pursue God rather than other gods. So your money has become another God. Your house has become another God. Your car has become another God. Your boo has become another God. Your babe has become another God. Your clothes has come another God. Those things that you put before God is your God. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. How many of you, how many of you today, if Pastor Durham was to stand up here right now, and say, in two weeks, I need everybody here to bring me $1,000. See, <laughs> do, you, do you get my point? Do you get my point? See, and all, instead of building up the kingdom, knowing that if he asked for it, God had to put it on his heart to ask for it. I went to one of my mentor churches, Dr. Michael Freeman, and they have what they call a Super Sunday. And on Super Sunday, it's a thousand partners giving a thousand dollars. If you come into the church and you don't have your thousand dollars, he will ask you to raise your hand. And he will ask somebody in the congregation, could they help you? Get your thousand dollars. And let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. There be no hesitation in folk jumping up, helping you be a blessing to the kingdom of God. That's what God has called us to do is to be a blessing to the kingdom, not a burden. Because after all, too much is given, much is required. He said, you have not because you, and when you do ask, you ask with the wrong. So how do we seek God? How do we seek God? We put God first when we worship him. Should nobody have to drag anything out of you? When you come into the house, you should come in with a, with, with a worship on your heart. You should come in on fire for the Lord. Because all through the week, you done been through hell. But God has still kept you to be able to keep your mind. He has kept you so you wouldn't kill nobody. That's why I worship God. Folk, talking about, folk always talk about, man, I don't know how you do it. I know how I do it. 
Because I know who's first and foremost in my life. And I'm going to worship him. I don't care what's going on. I'm going to worship him whether I'm up here or whether I'm down here. I'm going to worship him. I'm going I'm to chase after God. The second way we put him first is by praising him. I was sitting here taking notes as the praise team was singing and only saw a handful of folk into the praise and worship part of service. Do you realize that your praise and worship is what ushers in the spirit? See, that's what it means by putting God first. Lord, I don't care what I'm going through. I don't care what my circumstances are. I don't care how they treated me. I don't care how they look at me. I don't care how they, what they think about me. I'm going to put you first, Lord. It's all because of you I'm able to do what I do. Third, we put him first by thanking him. How many of y'all thank God when you woke up this morning for watching over you last night when you was in an unconscious state of mind, not knowing what was going on around you? Did you wake up the first thing you said was, Lord, thank you? See, there's one thing, Pastor, I have learned, that we are the most unappreciated people in the world. Somebody give us some water, we don't know how to appreciate it. Appreciate them. For giving us some water. They don't have to. Nobody have to do anything for us. But it's because of who you are in Christ. The Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new. All things have. But behold, all things. See, you missed your shot right there. You missed your shot right there. Listen. God is waiting on you to let go and let him have his way in your life. That's how you honor the kingdom of God. The next thing is to trust him. Trust in the Lord with all your, and lean not, but in all your ways, and he shall I don't know about you, but I need direction every second of the day. Lord, order my steps in your word. Lead me, guide me. The next is rely on him rather than ourselves or anyone else. I told you in the beginning, nobody have to do anything for you. Stop getting mad. When you ask folks for something and they don't do it or they take their time doing it. Why y'all get quiet on me now? <laughs> Why do I say stop getting mad? Stop getting mad at folk because really folk don't have to do nothing for you. There once was a preacher who said it's just nice to be nice. Folk don't have to be nice to you. Remember, everybody is not on the same level. 
Everybody don't know the God that you know. Everybody don't know that it's a blessing to be able to give than receive. I'm almost done. God promised those who seek and place their faith in him are rewarded with heaven when they die. An abundant life in the here and now. How many people want to live in their abundance? How many people want to live where you don't have to worry about nothing? When you look at that chapter 6, the word worry is in that six times. Because we worry about too many things that we have no control over. We worry about what we're going to wear. And got a closet full of clothes with tags still on them. We worry about what we're going to eat. And walking around with a loaf of bread up under your arm. Worried about what we going to drink. I know water ain't free no more, but still it's yours. I had one lady tell me, water kill old folk. That's why I don't drink water. That's what she said. I just did just like, I, just like y'all do. I just laughed. Because I do know this, that water is good for the body. Ask me, I know, I can only talk about me. Because the more water I drink, the more weight I lose. Oh, y'all missed that. Y'all missed that. Y'all missed that. Let me, let, me, let me share with you what I'm talking about. A year ago to now, I have lost almost 100 pounds. Why? By drinking water. And doing what a lot of people don't like to do, and that's push away. Push away from the table. Push away from the sweets. Push away from things that don't mean your body no good. Because the Bible says your body is the temple of the Lord. And how can the spirit dwell in an unclean temple? Then you wonder why you walk around here with your head down. Baby, ain't no, nobody dropping money no more. There was a time where you could walk down the street, you better find a couple dollars. Now you're going to be able to find some paper. Hold your head up. You're living in the kingdom of God. And God will take care of you if you just take care of him. Put him first. We have a lot of growing up to do as Christians. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how long you've been going to church. You can still learn something every day. I learn something from my grandkids every day. I learn something from my godchildren every day. I love to play golf. And when I go on the golf course, it's just me and the course 
and God. I don't care who I'm playing with. When I'm on the golf course, that's giving God an opportunity to speak to me. <laughs> See, Pastor, I'm almost done, trust me. When you can see God in everything you do, that means you're putting God first. Why worry about things you have no control over? Stop trying to get folk to be your friend. Don't nobody have to like you. They have to love you, but they don't have to like you. Don't get mad because don't nobody want to be with you. Baby, God is with you all the time. Because he walks with you. He talks with you. He's somebody you can tell all about your troubles and don't have to worry about Facebook getting your information. I'm going to give you some things. Lord, help me. I'm going to give you a couple of things, but it's 15 reasons why material things don't make us truly happy. But I'm only going to give you two. The first one is, we have to learn to experience God. Because when we don't, we can't share those experiences with nobody else. God will put people in your path that has gone through something similar to what you have just come out of. Because I do know this, three things. Either you're going into a storm, you're in a storm, or you're coming out of the storm. Everybody going to encounter those three things. And when you encounter those three things, it's about who you going through the storm with that will help you come out of the storm. See, you got to keep your eyes on the prize. Stop trying to control things you have. Thank you. Thank you. Second, shopping. Uh-oh, I'm going to get in trouble. Shopping only leads to more shopping. Shopping is not just a means to an end. It is an activity in and of itself. If you get in the habit of driving straight to the mall on payday, and this becomes the routine you turn to when you need to distress and relax, Shopping will cease to be an exercise and searching for items you need and will instead become a habit. That's why you don't have tithes on Sunday. I can go there, see, because I'm going home. You ain't. <laughs> they can call you. <laughs> see, if you want to be blessed by God, just do what God asked us to do. What? Is it going to hurt you to give your 10% and above? You spend that much every day. Cup of coffee, cigarettes, alcohol, chicken coop. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to get out of here. I'm getting ready to get out of here. <laughs> 
So what does it mean to seek God? Doing something diligently means doing it thoroughly and well. It's the opposite of doing it lazily and shabby. <laughs> if you are tireless, preserving, and do things that great care, then you do things diligently. So when you purposely take time out of your day to spend time with God, you are seeking God. I'm going to end by saying this. And that is, when you actually look at how much time, well, let me put it to you like this. The other day, I was on Facebook, and all of a sudden, this screen pops up. It says, you are two hours and 28 minutes past your screen time for the week. Your phone will let you know when you're using it too much. Y'all missed that. I said that to say this. If you spend that much time with God, Sister Banks, you have to tell Pastor Banks I'm not a Baptist preacher. He can't sit down and just think I'm going to take the mic and go with it. <laughs> I'm, <co> <laughs> I'm not coming behind it. Everybody says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. It's important to understand that. You brought a very, very powerful message. We have to understand if you want what you want in life, right, God has given us something like never before. He said, I'm giving you guaranteed success. He said, the number one thing you have to do is make me the priority in your life. Don't make anything else the priority. Make me the priority. Because of me, everything else works. Trust in me. Put your confidence in me. You don't have to worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, where you're going to live. You don't have to worry about all that stuff. That's a byproduct of the kingdom. It comes with the kingdom. Right? If God is king and he's sovereign over all, everything belongs to him. Right. All the money, all the how, everything is his. He just gives it to us to manage. Seek him first. Give God his time. Don't let the enemy trick you into putting other things first. And then wonder how you're going to make it. You can't make it. You can't be married to a woman or a man and spend more time with your girlfriend and think your marriage is going to last. It doesn't work. You're not going to build a relationship with your kids if you don't spend time with them. Everything is about time. God says, I'm number one. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Pastor Banks.
Thank you, man. Thank you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today is the day that you have an opportunity to make him the Lord of your life. And I can guarantee you that if you make him the priority in your life, whatever you encounter, he'll lead the way. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, whatever your situation is, whatever your circumstance you have someone says, listen, if you make me the priority, I'm going to lead the way. And if I lead the way, I can transform minds, right, because I'm a spirit, and I can get in the minds and hearts of anyone. But you have to accept Christ into your life and let him be the Lord of your life, the greatest teacher we ever had, the greatest teacher, man, on earth, is that when God sent Jesus into the world, he wanted us to know that he wanted us to be successful. And the pathway back is through Christ and his teachings. Amen? Let us all bow our heads. And let's say this prayer together. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for doing what you did for us. Giving up your life that we may have life. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be reconnected to the Father. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. The altar is open for those who want to come for prayer. If you want someone to pray with you, uh, you just want someone to say a prayer for you, you may be dealing with something. Uh, prayer is uh, giving God an opportunity to come down to work in on behalf of you, right? And so some of us are going through some things really tough, and we need someone to connect with us in prayer. Now, you don't have to tell anybody all your business. You can just come up, and uh, we're going to have some prayer words up here. Just, just pray for me. I'm dealing with a situation. If you don't know what it is, you don't want to know what it is, just say, I just pray for me, and, uh, and just touch and agree with me, and they'll touch and agree with you, and then you can head out. Amen? All right, but before we do our altar call and come up for our altar, it's the time for giving. Everybody say giving. Yeah. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Uh, you guys have been amazing. I promise you, you guys have been absolutely amazing at Kingdom MC. You guys are so faithful in your giving, and we appreciate that so much. Uh, that's between you and God. That's why we don't put any pressure. We don't try to guilt you in anything. We just tell you, man, God bless you, and he asks you to be a blessing to the kingdom so we can continue to do kingdom work. And we're doing more and more things, man, because of you. So many of the kids are being blessed, man, because of what you guys are doing. We got a group of about seven, eight kids going to camp. It's all because of what you guys did. So we just thank you all for the way, way you guys give. Give yourselves a hand. All right? So keep on giving. You can give online. You can give a five. You can write a check. You can do. You can write, put it in an offering. On you. However you do it, it's fine. But make that sacrifice for God so we can continue to do work. The only way we can do ministry is if you help us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads. Lord, thank you for the offering. Thank you for all those who have to give. And those who are struggling, uh, they're on the fence, and they worry about, if I give this, I won't have this. Show them, Lord. Show them that they will never go lacking when they put you first, and that you have more than they can ever have. Thank you for having more than enough. We thank you for it. We ask you to bless them. Don't let anyone suffer because of the sacrifices that they've given to the ministry. We love you so much. And, Lord, as we prepare to leave this place, but never your presence, we actually let your Holy Spirit reign in our life 
let us always, always make you the priority in our life. Go with us. Guide our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You all may stand and be dismissed. The altar is available for those who would like prayer. Um, you can come up for prayer. And just ask, I'll ask you to leave quietly and you can talk when you get in the hallway. Amen. Thank you, brother.